0: it was like I was in solitary confinement. I got my one hour outside of the room, but it was less than that. My kids, my daughter and, and snacks. So my, my two youngest would scream, get back in the room, get in a room, mom, mom, dad's out, dad's out. And would they you know, scatter
1: like roaches. Like when you walked out, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you know how
0: hard it is for a dad not to run at them. Like, Every dad instinct I have is to start fucking with them. Every dad right. instinct I have. Put that coffee down. That's a clown question, bro.
1: Okay, another episode. We're back off script. Lance Erline and Eric Layden. We have been fucking with our computers and microphones for the last, I don't know, half an hour. It it's, always uh,
0: happens like this. It's probably because you're jet lagged.
1: It could be. It's just very reminiscent of of what's <laughs> happening right now in our country. I feel <laughs> like it's just it's so on brand for 2020. I am uh, I was jet lagged actually for a couple of days, but I'm back on the mainland now, dude. I'm I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling good. What
0: feeling were you good. five hours behind, right?
1: I was uh, five hours behind you. Yes, not everybody is your time, Lance. I know that you think the world revolves around you, but it's not everybody's in central. Well,
0: central time is really the pretty. St- it's called Central Standard. I don't know if you remember that.
1: Yeah, I I prefer Pacific uh, because I'm in it. Uh, like last night, I got to go to bed, you know, and watch a majority of the election. You probably had to go to bed a little earlier or stay up later.
0: <clears throat> and then you can wake up at eight o'clock so you can maybe, uh, you know, catch one of your college football games in time.
1: Well, certainly if it's USC because that's when they put them on. Because frankly, that's when they deserve to be on. Uh, you know, is a little uh, Pac-12 at dawn, uh, I believe is what they're calling it. All right, now. So
0: we're, we're let, let's just go off script. We'll get to all the other stuff we want to talk about, but. Eastern time zone has to be the worst. I mean it's clearly the worst except there's nothing for better sure. for me as a morning radio guy. When I move to East Coast time, I I get to sleep an extra hour like for my radio. It's awesome. Right. I like yeah. that. When I go west, not great. Now it's great during the day to go Pacific from Central to Pacific because my day is extended, which which is good cuz I'm usually going to do something fun on the on, when I head west. Um Traveling Pacific to to Central, you lose two hours traveling East. It's already, you know, it's already long travel time. Yeah, I no, we know how
1: that. the time, we know how time you know how that zones works. Work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, we're all well aware of time. So is zones. Everyone if, listening? We're gonna have, if we're going to have <laughs> the conversation that I think you're trying to get to, um, I might have just seen one of your testicles while you moved. Are you wearing like loose fitting mesh shorts in bed? No.
0: Huh?
1: No, I'm not. Okay. All right. Um, You you probably
0: saw this pillow, but uh, okay. So here's the (laughs) I mean, I can show you a testicle if you'd like.
1: No, I'd rather you didn't. I think what you're getting at, though, is based on like prime time, when things happen, sports related, what is the best time zone to live in? Like for me, my NFL day starts 10 a.m., 1 p.m., whereas yours is noon and three. I like mine because at the end of that afternoon game, there's still time to like, you know, go do something. I don't mind starting it early. You might like it a little later. Like East Coast to start the NFL's day at one seems more easy to me. That's terrible. Monday
0: night football. I mean, you know, to me, I think the perfect is probably mountain time. To me, that that gets my football gives me a little bit extra time. I I like stand I like central. I'm not I don't have a problem with central. That's a little early for you to start college football at nine AM.
1: Okay, so the other thing is your prime time is 7 to 10 p.m. with the news coming on at 10. My prime time, as well as the East Coast prime time, like an adult, is 8 to 11 with the news coming on at 11.
0: Wait, that's not like an adult. You have to go to bed early. No. You're going to lose part of your prime time.
1: No, no, no. Our prime time just goes a little later. Our prime time starts at 8. Your prime time starts at 7. Yeah, but if for if it's events that we will all watch at the same time, well that's really just about TV, which nobody really watches network TV anymore, but that's really well, what right.
0: Well but, but but for sporting events, because that's the one thing. For sporting events we do. it's
1: a little different. Yeah, like so the the college premier college game on Fox here starts at 5:30, for you it starts at 7:30.
0: Yeah, that's all fine and good, but when you're dealing with when you're dealing with baseball games, for example, when when the Dodgers come to act like a bunch of fucking crybabies to mm-hmm. Maid Park, for example.
1: Right. Sure.
0: Um, that is, that's a little tougher because the game will start at 7 30 our time. And, and if you're in LA and you're stuck in that fucking horrific traffic, at least mm-hmm. pre COVID, sure. Uh, Five thirty start time, no good. That's no good for a baseball game.
1: It is good for TV though, because like I can turn the baseball game on while we're cooking dinner. The kids can, you know what I mean. So it's like nice that it's five thirty, not later. I don't know
0: how many time zones have you lived?
1: Everybody. Um. Well, I mean, I've lived here in Texas primarily, but I've traveled and lived in a lot of them. But primarily Central and Pacific. Okay. What was your what What's your favorite? You think Pacific is the best? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not really a fair comparison because when I was in Central, I was under the eight, eight one to 18. So it's not like I lived any part of my adult life in that time zone. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, it's probably what you're used to. I'll tell you it was a pain in the ass when I was in Hawaii. Uh, like football games started at like six in the morning. Uh, and that sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hard to that's hard to deal with. That's that's an early start time. I wouldn't want to do that. How was your Hawaii trip?
1: Uh Hawaii was nice, man. It was a uh it was a good trip. I did not have a lot of work, uh which meant I got to do a lot of exploring. I uh surfed every day for about a week, which was really nice. So vacation. Uh, I'm not a Yeah, a little vacation. I'm not a surfer, but I kind of fell in love with it. I got it like apparently it's you know from my friends who surf tells me it's told me it's the best wave to learn on uh they're long and little and so uh so I went out there and, and had a good time people were mellow uh went up to the north shore had a little pokey watched the big guys surf uh even though it was out of season so that wasn't you know as crazy and uh did some hikes it was it was very nice what was the weather like it was glorious uh you know a little bit of humidity in the air but warm Uh, the best part about Hawaii is that not only is it, you know, in the mid eighties at this time of year, which was lovely to go to the beach, but then when you get in the water, the water, you could go for like a sundown. I would go surf in the afternoon, uh, and stay out till sunset. The water is about 80 degrees. It's unbelievable. It's like a bathtub.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's nice. That sounds nice. Is COVID as big a deal there as it is in the States?
1: Very, they took it very seriously, you know, the mainland, I know what you mean. They they took it very seriously there. Uh, There were, as we mentioned, I think before there were armed guards. When you get off the plane, you, you have to have, you know, certain credentials on you and you have to quarantine for 14 days. Um, And so, yeah, they took it very seriously, but now it's open. Now you can go and just show a negative test. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad game. I
0: was, when you were doing that, that's pretty cool. I was, I did something similar. Um, I had a 10-day vacation. I don't know if I told you about this vacation. I had a 10-day vacation in my, it was in a, how do I describe it? It's a room with a TV Mm -hmm. and a bed. It's actually the same room I always stay in. It's it's my Mm -hmm. bedroom because I had COVID. And so I got to spend 10 full days inside my room. And when I would come out with a mask on to just even walk outside, just to get out of my room, it was like mm-hmm. I was, it was like I was in solitary confinement. I got my one hour outside of the room, but it was less than that. My kids, my daughter and and snacks. So my, my two youngest would scream, get back in the room, get in a room, mom, mom, dad's out. <laughs> Dad's out and would they you know, scatter
1: like roaches like when you walked out oh, yeah. just jumping oh, yeah. behind. And sofas. do you know how
0: hard it is for a dad not to run at them? Like every dad instinct I have is to start fucking with them. Every dad right. instinct I have. Right. And I'm like, you can't, you can't. But then I would maybe like start it got to the point where a couple times I came out just so I could hear them scream at me. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like I, I I I put the phone on, I put the uh you know, I put it on speaker. I was talking to somebody so they could just hear my kids scream at me. And that's if, if the door opened and they saw me. And I'm Great. nowhere near them. I like mean, an I'm, alarm. I'm nowhere near them. They're just like an alarm. I'm not even close to them. And they're screaming, Dad, get back in there. Dad, get back in there. You know, COVID, COVID, stranger when you were, danger.
1: When you were in your room... Uh, suffering and recovering from COVID nineteen. Right. Uh, what were you doing? Were you too tired to watch TV, or were you watching a lot of TV? I watched a were lot. Of, I watched
0: a lot of TV. So the first three days, you know, it's funny when people find out I have COVID, especially my West Coast friends. Everyone wants to know. Oh, what was it? What were your symptoms? Like everyone wants to know what was mm-hmm. it like? What did you go through? The same way when I found out Andrew uh, Perloff had it, you know, I was really mm-hmm. interested in in what it was like for him. I would tell you it was like this for me. Um, for me, it was probably between a pretty strong cold and the average flu. It right. was somewhere in there. It lasted. Uh, I, I tested positive on a Thursday. On a on a Wednesday, I had a runny nose, and the person I thought who 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 might who I knew had it, who may have given it to me, um, they had tested positive about. Five days prior, and so I thought, well, there's a chance that I could have it. I've got a, I've got a congested nose. Um, That's really about it. But I know that's one of the symptoms, so I'll, you know, I'll I'll be safe and I'll do my Thursday show from my office up at the radio station. So I did it from my office up at the radio station. I left afterwards, got tested with a rapid antigen test, which was, you know, the 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 thing in the nose. I got it back, probably what you took.
1: I do them every other day.
0: In, in Hawaii, yeah. And um, did you, was it self-administered for you?
1: N- no, 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 no. Okay. Medical. Mine
0: medical. was self-administered through a drive through. It cost me 150 the first time and then 65 the second time. But I got the results back within two hours the first time and it said positive. I'm like, shit. And that was on that Thursday. So I immediately, I got it Thursday in the afternoon in my kitchen while I'm standing there. I told my wife, Psh, positive. She's like, mask up and get in your room. And so I was banished off to the bedroom. And I felt okay for the first three days, you know? And then the fatigue set in and it was an ass kicker. I mean Let me you, let me ask you a question. Yeah.
1: Let me ask you a question. You self-administered a test. Mm-hmm. You have uh zero prior medical training. Um your wife and none of your kids tested positive none for COVID-19. Okay. And you live with them and, mm-hmm. and you share a bed with your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm assuming you guys, while you're in your home, don't wear masks, uh, that you guys live and hug and, and breathe on each other. Well, and we're, yell like at each if other.
0: we're role playing, we wear like, I like for her to wear a mask and role playing, okay. but that's, is that what you're so talking stick with about? Me. Or?
1: No, no, no. So stick with me here. Okay. Um, What is the probability that that was a false positive? I took a second test the same day and got the Mm -hmm. same result.
0: The second test was at Minute Maid Park. It was a swab through the mouth. Mm -hmm. And that one came back two days later, positive also. So I got two two positives. You got two positives. The antigen that that, that we're talking about is almost never a false positive.
1: Mm, Almost never.
0: That one is almost always... Uh, If you're positive, you're positive. Now they do have some false negatives, but if you're positive, you're positive. So I took two tests on the same day because my wife wasn't happy about me going positive because our friends from Belize were finally in town and we were going to get to do some stuff with them that weekend. And and so I was going to ruin my wife's. uh, Hold on one second. This is going to go off script too. Stop messing with the dog. I'm on a podcast. There you go. No big deal. This there. What, see, this is what happens. You get. Oh, you can keep that. You can keep that. Oh in. no! That's, I'm just
1: going to. Tur- I'm just going to turn it down a little. Oh,
0: bit. I got you. Oh yeah. yeah I'm looking it. at the. So yeah. so. This is what happens when I'm at my house now. Nonstop kids. Nonstop dog growling because they like to screw with the dog and all this shit. But anyway, no. I did get to my wife's like that's not okay. even a real poet. That's not even a real test. That's going to ruin the whole weekend. That's probably not even a real test. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll go get another one. So I got my car, took my covid ass out to uh, Minute Maid Park, got right. that free test. It came back right. two days later, and that positive. was positive as well. So I'm positive I was So what do you make positive? of
1: that? What do you make of that? that? That you and your wife and your kids all live in the same house, are breathing on each other, sharing food, the whole nine, you're positive, and they're all negative. What Can I tell that? you why? I like to keep my distance. I think you've been doing this with me long enough to know this.
0: I will stay up at the radio station and do work or you know, watch shows on my on my computer. Um when I'm yeah, at my but- house, I will go into my bedroom and watch shows. See, you think that I'm really close to them, but maybe I'm not. The other thing is, on a serious note, the incubation period is also that's a thing too. And so you're not just because you test positive, you're not immediately contagious. So I think maybe the contagious period—I caught it on the early side of it, and maybe I wasn't contagious. But um, I'm just telling you now. The person I got it from—I know who I got it
1: from—and
0: yeah. I stay you about say his name. Yeah, st- no, don't have permission okay. from okay. from him. But I gotcha. stay about five feet away, five and a half feet away on a regular basis. Okay. And we don't get so close. Really you
1: being, so really you being in your room is wasn't too bad. No. I mean, like you say, you go into your room anyway when you get home.
0: Yeah. I, I like watching shows and that's kind of my mm-hmm. COVID routine. Not COVID, right. but pandemic routine. So I stayed in here. The first three days I was, um, you know, I'd have some ups and downs, ups and downs. I didn't feel great, but I wasn't horrible. Then all of a sudden it hit. Um, didn't feel good through the night. I started getting body aches. And the, and then really serious fatigue set in where I would have to sleep two or three hours. I just I didn't want to do anything; just laid in the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have shows on; I'd watch shows, but I was very tired. I finished Shit's Creek, all yeah. five six seasons of it. Loved it. Loved Daniel Levy. Loved um, Catherine O'Hara. Loved, loved the entire cast. The entire cast yeah. it was fantastic.
1: It was a good show. Um, I mean, if you were watching TV, then I I uh Started Peaky Blinders for the first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts on the right stuff?
0: Uh, right stuff is so far it's been great.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Like, what are some of your favorite scenes?
0: Uh all right. One of the early scene, like the things that I like the most up to this mm-hmm. point. Now I don't want to mm-hmm. you know, I don't wanna yeah. give this is one thing. I don't want to give it away for people who don't know what happened. Oh no, that's okay. Go ahead. So I think uh when they're going through the astronaut training and stuff like that, oh. mm-hmm. I think that's good. When we get right. to see who the characters are and like what they're all about. I think that's mm-hmm. really
1: cool. Like which one, like what specific scene did you find out who someone was that they, that really like spoke when they to were
0: you? doing like the one guy was going, they were putting them through the tests when mm. they put them through the test. And then they're right. like, what if you of the guys tests, have the right stuff? Ones?
1: Right, right. Uh, oh, that the, line when they said that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. I
0: think one of the, one of my favorites was when they're going through the, like they've got their astronaut stuff on, and then they're in the actual capsule when they're just kind of mm-hmm. running a kind of a dress right. rehearsal.
1: Right, uh, right. That was one of Let's my known favorites. As simulator. Yeah.
0: Yep. That was one of my favorites. Did um, you like
1: the scene when I took all the guys from Mission Control and we played kickball to, to build camaraderie?
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too.
1: Cool. That was volleyball. Bill-
0: no, that's what I did. You say volleyball mm. or kickball?
1: Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought you so said listen, you said volleyball, fucker. right? This just Puts us, I just, okay. I Now I know where we stand, which is awesome. Now I know where we stand. Okay. <laughs> no, here's the thing. This, there is so no far. Thing. I'm
0: only a couple episodes in
1: because mm-hmm. it's
0: been because I was sick. I had COVID. I have a feeling you didn't hear.
1: you're exactly zero episodes into the right stuff.
0: Okay. What uh, have I, let's see, would I know that there's astronauts and wives already if that they're introduced in the first two episodes? hmm right. Would I know that, you know, mission control already starts to play a role in the first couple episodes?
1: It's a good friend. It's a good friend. Is that I true? Is that. any of the stuff a I'm saying friend. accurate? It's, it's, I gotta say- Do you say, want me I'm to tell you about the first with.
0: two episodes of your other astronaut show called For All Mankind? Because I could do nope. that.
1: Nope.
0: What about that That's one guy from House of Cards when he's in, that, uh, when he's in the <laughs> bar? And he's seeing the Russians, you know? Get there, and he's all pissed off. What did about we ever that? talk about that? No,
1: we did talk about it. All right. So, uh you watched television. You had ten days to just catch up on television. None of which were was supporting a friend. A no, co-worker. you're on that,
0: but you're on the list. You're on, I'm the, on list. the list. Don't okay, you tr- don't you finish shows though? Like I started shit's Creek before your stuff came out.
1: See, had you? Yes, I do finish shows. Yeah. Had you just had the wherewithal to say? There's no possible way I could watch a show week to week and yours does that. So I'm waiting for all eight episodes to air so that I, I can binge it. That.
0: I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that to that is the reason why. That's okay. the reason why.
1: That's the reason why.
0: Okay. Yeah. I right. didn't want to put that out there. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't want to hurt well. the, the model. Right. Right. Like that model's making a comeback. Mm-hmm. And I and I like that people are trying to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I've heard a lot of great things I, about it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I appreciate that um do you get I, ratings like do you know how you're disney doing plus disney plus does not give ratings yeah did you with apple plus or apple TV? apple plus i don't believe they release ratings either but no, you do, most get of them ratings? don't release like ratings they know the ratings but they don't release them
0: well how does ratings work for a streaming service how i have no work?
1: idea it's far too complicated for me and my brain um I mean, they, they know everything. They know when people started it, what scenes they paused it at, when they fast forwarded it, how long between episodes, like they know all that. I have zero idea and I don't know how it works. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope. Am I going to get nudity at all or? Uh, you are not going to get nudity. No, you're not going to get nudity. It's a, um, it's a little bit more of a family friendly show. Okay. Well, Peaky Um, Blinders has nudity. Piggy Blinders is a killer show. I do like that, um, and we've been watching that. We're we're now watching The Bridge, Katie and I. Uh, I don't know that one. It's very good. Uh, we finished Tehran, Tehran. Excuse me, uh, Apple show. How's that? Very, very good. Very good. Um, yeah, so we did that. Um, I want to go back to COVID though, really quick, because okay. I, I feel like when I reached out to you, mm-hmm. you said um, oh man, I I think I have COVID. I said, okay. And then you tested positive and then immediately started your symptoms started to strengthen. Right. Mm -hmm. And you, and then at one point I, you couldn't even like, you didn't have the energy to text me. Oh,
0: let me tell you something.
1: And then like four days, five days later, I texted and I said, Hey man, checking in, making sure you're good. How you doing? You said, Oh, I'm fine. I said, Oh, really? And you said, yeah, I tested negative. Do you think that any of your symptoms were psychosomatic? No, 0%. Not even joking. It was really, and really- And I'm, I'm not trying to call you. I'm just literally asking because no. wonder at that all. played a
0: part. No, not at all. Because if it was, then it would have extended longer. It would have mm-hmm. been a gradual come out of it. No, let me tell you, I'll tell you exactly how it was. I was like, man, I don't feel that bad. The first two or three, I got it on a Thursday, and I'm watching my games, my my college football games, and I'm like, you know, this isn't that bad. I'm in here watching games. You know, I get tired or whatever, but I'm taking some aspirin. Everything's fine. I don't have a fever. But then uh, Monday, Monday morning radio show. Boom. Let's see. I was on Monday, and then I was Dead on Tuesday. I think that's what it was. Um, Or vice versa. I couldn't, I did miss one radio show because I was just obliterated in the middle of the night. And that started a run of about five days that were really bad. And that's when you reached out to me. Gotcha. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see anyone's texts. I didn't want a phone call coming in. Right. I didn't want anything. I was just so unbelievably tired. It was, it was unlike anything that I've uh, dealt with before. Where I just, at least for more than a day or two, I've had that before, like for two days. Sure. This was five straight days of it, um, where I just, I would get up and do my radio show and then, and then just be like, that was, it wiped me out for the rest of the day. I wasn't able to get any of my draft stuff done because I had all these grand plans. I'm, I'm in here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But the bottom line is that, um, it was really, uh, really, really tough. And then on Friday, I'm like, wow, I'm feeling, I'm starting to turn around a little bit. This isn't so bad. Then I get, got tired in the evening, but it wasn't bad. And Saturday, it was like it was gone. Like it was crazy. Saturday, I felt fantastic. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go get tested. It's been about 10 days. Let me go get tested and see what happens. And I mean, I am like, like a new man. And now remember, I was also getting That's some sleep. That's awesome
1: though. Now now you can't get it, right? You got the I guess body. not.
0: And I felt great Saturday. I felt great Sunday. I've got energy today on a, uh, what is today? Wednesday? Like, well, you caught just, up on sleep, so Yeah, that was it good. just lifted. I mean, it right. really did. It, it lifted out of nowhere for me, but it was rough for a while, but it was nowhere near like I've had friends. I, my friends from Belize, he, McCool's in great shape. He tested positive for seven straight weeks. He had 104 fever for 15 straight days. Um, he had trouble breathing. I'm an asthmatic, and at no point did I have trouble breathing, which is the only thing I was really worried about. Sure. So I got a I got a relatively modest strain of it. He got a really bad strain, and so did his wife. So um, I'm sensitive to people who I understand where some people think it's not that big a deal, and some people believe you're going to die. The truth is, and you and I have talked about this, there is a wide spectrum, and I think it has weakened. I do think the strains have weakened over time. I do think it was worse the first two or three months with what people had. I think it's. I think it's definitely weakened. But I still think there are certain strains that that can be really, really bad. I consider myself lucky. Um, I never had breathing problems. Um, I never felt like I was ever. You know, I was never worried or felt like I was in danger. But if you had caught me. You and I've done Do this have podcast. Appetite? Yeah. I could still eat. I could smell and taste. I didn't lose my smell or taste. The person who gave it to me lost their smell and taste for a little bit. Um, I didn't smell great, but I could still smell enough. But I tell you what's what's interesting. Had I gotten COVID in April, I would have freaked the fuck out because that's when we were really, really scared. Yep. And when I got it, I wasn't I wasn't freaking out. Um but I did know that I'm gonna know within two or three days if my breathing's gonna be an issue. Uh, but it never became an issue. So
1: Well, there was plenty of sports on. Did you uh what Saw are your feelings? A ton. Saw a ton yeah, I was sports. gonna say you tried a ton of sports, baseball uh wrapped up, basketball wrapped up, uh football, obviously, getting getting underway. Um, what was your feeling on the uh the Dodgers? Winning the World Series. Oh, How'd I was it?
0: really hoping that wouldn't happen. And I was super pissed off that uh, Blake uh, Blake Snell was taken out. I mean, yeah. these analytics guys have really got – somebody's got to get them under control. I understand that, you, that analytics is important to gain advantages, but can somebody use their fucking common sense ever? When you have a former Cy Young dominant. Award winner dealing – Dealing. Dealing. Just like when A.J. Hinch pulled out Zach Greinke in Game 7 of the World Series uh, for the Astros. It just doesn't make sense. There are certain guys who you have to trust to make things happen because they've been in that situation. And Blake Snell's won. And I think that was completely on Kevin Cash and that analytics department. And I think the analytics departments, their desire to reimagine a game all the fucking time has really got to be slowed down. I get that you guys the super shift, there's no question. You you've you've learned to fuck people up with that thing. There's no question sure. about it. Yep. And I think a lot of analytics are very good for sports and for baseball. But I think specifically having to believe that there's no such thing as instinct, as clutch, as as gut feel, it's ridiculous because Blake, you do not manage the same way with Blake Snell in that particular situation that you do with one of your other starters.
1: You just don't. And and there just has to be a balance. You have there to has know. To be. That, right. There has to be. You have to be able to balance the analytics and just your gut feeling. It shows the insecurity of Kevin Cash in that moment. And he just didn't trust his gut. And he went with the analytics. Mm-hmm. And uh that was a problem, and and by the way, ironic that it happened against Dave Roberts, who was on the other side of that time and time and time again. Well, I think I mean, he was Paul's, always on the other side. Yeah, you know, always he's, always well, he's missed. I was also fully thrilled that the Dodgers won. Really? Uh, be, well, because here's why. I mean, I of course was not rooting for them to win. I was rooting against them. Right. But I was I I figured they would win, and they were going to win eventually. I'm thrilled that they won in a bullshit season. Oh, you know, yeah. I love the fact that like Dodger fans can, you know, now you're like, yeah, I mean, you couldn't do it in a full season, but for 60 games, for sure, man, you guys crushed it. And then
0: you have Justin Turner with the positive COVID test celebrating. just It's just enough to Who just cares? put some
1: dank shit on it. Yeah, and, and people going crazy that Justin Turner came out without a mask on. He was in the dugout for the whole fucking yeah. First but part here's of the, the deal:
0: this is why it's a big deal. You have you have policies in place all year long for Major League Baseball, right? But and the baseball so, season was over. I would argue. Well, the game wasn't it was over. over. It, yeah, it was. You don't think it was a fishy move that this guy they had questions about his test and he still got to play?
1: Oh, I'm talking about the fact that he came out afterwards to celebrate. Oh, no, I'm starting I mean, that's with ridiculous. playing the game. And oh, they well, pulled sure. him
0: in the eighth inning. I mean, ooh, big deal. The yeah. guy still played. That looked a yeah, little he fishy. Played. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? If you're going to be celebrating and you just find out you have COVID, he could have kept his mask on. He put it back on when he left the field.
1: But, he, but Lance, he spent the entire first in- innings of the game with COVID in the dugout. Um, like if anybody was going to get... COVID from him, they would have already gotten COVID but from him. But what's wrong with following the rule? Once you have... The season's over. No, I'm
0: sorry. Just That's an asterisk. I
1: just think that it's like... I, I just think that it's, you know, that is... For him to be able to take his mask off and take a picture with a trophy? Get no, asterisk. real. Asterisk what? Um, no, Justin Turner has now allowed
0: me to give them an asterisk.
1: Oh, no. They have an asterisk already. They have two they asterisks now. They have an asterisk. Now. They have double asterisk. They have double Wait. asterisks. I am just saying I think it's crazy to get upset for him like th- that he's taking his mask off and celebrating with friends. Like that's insane.
0: Well, the argument was know. you're sitting next to a cancer survivor um in, in Dave Roberts uh right next you were to sitting him. Sitting
1: next to him, you were sitting next to him all day.
0: Well, I don't know if you were or not. I don't know where he was sitting on a bench. I wasn't paying attention
1: to it. Listen, anything that I can use was Dave Roberts aware that Justin Turner, the big burly redheaded guy, was next to him?
0: Well, let me ask you this:
1: do Is Dave Roberts we'll an hear? adult? Does Dave well, can- Roberts know he has cancer? Then back the fuck up, move.
0: Uh, did do you think we will hear from anyone if if anybody gets COVID? Do you think we'll hear about it for the Dodgers, or do you think they'll mm. kind of
1: bury it? I think they'll they'll bury probably it. try to bury it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll think they I think they'll
1: bury it. But but who's to say that they got COVID because Justin Turner celebrated with them and not from the day before when Justin Turner was in the well, locker yeah, room. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean there's still there can still be issues with players. I mean we saw a guy with the Red Sox had myocarditis, shut it down because of the heart stuff um after COVID. Um you had the Astros Her- Her- Herkety and Herkety Dude, I'm was, not
1: saying it doesn't exist. I'm, well, not I'm just saying, saying just a- that. I'm f- just saying like all this like it's just, it's just the sanctimonious battle cry. that's no, such a I'm fucking talking, eye I'm roll. Talking about like, all,
0: yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is, Justin Roberts. I'm not trying to, to be a, a virtue signaling. Look how sanctimonious I am. I'm saying if Justin Roberts, if Justin, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Roberts knows Turner. I mean Turner knows. He could, he still could have. I saw him put a mask on when he was leaving the field. He still, I know it's not yes, convenient. He I, I get the picture. I get all that shit. He still could have. He still could have yes. had a mask on. There.
1: He could have had a mask on. I probably, I you know, but the fact that he took it off to take a group photo, I'm fine with that. Well, uh, I'm going
0: to use it against. And the by Dodgers the way, his way beard
1: is so big, even with a mask on, it doesn't even de- uh, it keeps it accurate. away. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. even make sense. That's probably accurate. So yeah, I listen. Baseball's over, which is a bummer. If the Dodgers are going to win, I'm glad they won there asterisk season
0: yeah i am too i'm sad that my team lost uh daryl morey as general manager of the rockets he Ooh, is gone gone to your the buddy daryl
1: morey
0: yeah yeah Have i you think talked to him daryl uh no not really not really i think um you know daryl's one of those guys that from an analytics standpoint he's very very smart he's done some amazing things i think he's changed basketball not always for the bad, better i think all the um what do you got going on in that house? The dog, doors closing, every, every
1: dogs day, barking, Nicole walking
0: in and out. I mean, I'm trying to get a fucking... It's our first podcast in like two weeks. Yeah. I've been in the same room for all of eternity. She won't touch me. Like I've got one negative. She goes, not until you have two negative tests. So she still sleeps out on a day bed. I'm, you know, in this bed, which I'm not, you know, between us, I get to stay in here. I get to sleep in the middle it. of the bed. Yeah, I mean, I watch my shows. I may Listen. I may keep faking and I may not even tell her when the next test comes in. Hey,
1: you might want to fake the, the the negative. Yeah. And I Just thought really, really utilize this thing. I thought about, really about, it. I thing, thought about you know? it, but I don't like being in
0: this room for this long. This is, it does start to, it starts to, it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm uh, done you got to get TV that
1: house squared stuff. away. You got too much going on in the background for podcasts and radio much. shows. Way, Come way on. too
0: much. Way too much. I say this all the time. Hey, you know, I'm also super excited. About, um, I'm super excited about never getting, a, not getting any more text messages about voting. Um, I'm really excited about not having that anymore. Now that the election has finally happened, even though it hasn't yes. concluded yet, no more text messages.
1: Dude, I, no more text messages. Political ads. No more political ads. No more uh, pictures. With people who voted, um, n- just all of it. Did you? I'm vote? So thrilled! I did vote. Well, see, Can I
0: didn't I- know that because it wasn't on
1: Instagram. <laughs> right, right. Apparently, it doesn't count unless yeah. it's on Instagram or Twitter. Um, uh, what are your? I, I mean, it was yesterday, still raw. What are your? What are your feelings if you care to share? Um. It, on. It's, and it's, I don't mean like feelings happy sad I mean just no, feelings no, no. it's um from all that you know it, it
0: was it was nerve-wracking and it's been nerve-wracking watching everything because right. I'm concerned about the state of the country now I'm concerned about the state of the country moving forward I think from a generational standpoint I, I, you know I, I worry you and know, I talk a lot about social media and things like that but I worry that that it's it's uh it some of the Damage is irreparable from people learning not to talk to each other and learning not to see each other as humans with differences. They see each other as these very um, hyperbolic enemies who are who are the most who are the worst versions of what they think a political party is, or what mm-hmm. you know. They they really don't get to know anyone the person at all. I think right. I, I, I'm worried that I think there is a lot of us who are a much more moderate people who are not on the fringes who we're silent. We don't, we don't really speak up. And and the fringes of the parties have really kind of taken over. At least they seem like they are. They seem like they're the loudest now. And I, I think people don't really recognize that the other people around them in a general sense that they talk, that they, if they talk to them, they'll find out that, you know, there is, they're not bad. And, they do have a lot more in common and the differences really could be worked out with legitimate conversations. There's certain, you always have certain political differences. I mean, you know, your stances on politics and, and, and issues that, that are platform related, but this has nothing to do with platform. This is assuming people are fundamentally evil. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's hard. I worry about if the election doesn't go any group's way that that group will look to, to become aggressors, you know. I think everyone's worried about that in major cities. Um,
1: I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I hope. I'm that just. That I'm is just. I'm just days. concerned. Um. Yes. Yes. I am. I am concerned. What I hope. What I. What I truly hope is that now that we are past this, um, you know, in the next day or so. Uh, And we have some resolution that, you know, every four years we get to this place leading up to it, it always gets contentious. There's a lot at stake and I understand that. Um, But I, but I hope that, like you said, I hope that we can just start to have some compassion, uh, have some empathy, uh, you know, stop and, and listen to people uh, that might have views that are different than your own. Um, and take inventory, take inventory in the results. You know, I think a lot of people thought that this was going to be a runaway and the fact that it isn't should allow people to stop and take inventory on, you know, what that means, Mm -hmm. what that means that there are a lot of people out there that have views different than your own. And they're not, you know, that does not just mean that you can paint them all with a, a generalized brush of uh racist redneck. And on the other side, you know, there are a lot of people, more people, it looks like, that have views other than your own. And you don't get to paint them with a generalized brush of, you know, uh socialist fuckwads. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just think it's important for us to start to show just a little bit more compassion and humanity towards, uh, each other and it'll get us a long way. And I, I, I hope that we get there. I mean, I hope that, I hope that this, um, you know, this coronavirus can, we can find a vaccine, uh, and, and we can start to put it behind us. I hope that we can get kids in school. I hope that we can get businesses open. Um, and I think all of those things will make people less on edge and then we can start to try to, to move forward.
0: You know, in my life, I've experienced, um, I remember when I was a kid and the U.S. Uh, hockey team won. And, you know, even being young, I still, it was an amazing feeling for an entire country when they beat the Russians. Uh, when Eric uh, and Eric um, Hayden had this amazing Olympics, Carl Lewis, you know, the Olympics, we all felt on the same team, the dream team.
1: Everyone and they was put a man on
0: after, the moon after not. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. not but, your
1: lifetime, but, not
0: my lifetime or your time, right. but that was probably the biggest moment in the history of the country was the man on the moon. And then I would also say, you know, probably like world war two, but, um, but man on the moon maybe is the best, what you just went through with the right stuff. That is probably the best time in the country where everyone came together. Um, but I would say nine eleven. Like people really yep. came together after nine eleven. Um, I've been here through through floods and hurricanes, watching the people of Houston come together to help each other is a special feeling. I think what's sad is that we didn't, we haven't done that with COVID. There hasn't been like, hey, let's all come together it's been very divisive and it's been a bit very polarized. And mm-hmm. I- I'm hoping that we can get past that and get to a different, a different place and that people who are looking to polarize everything, you know, at some point they need to be called to the carpet. People who are profit mongering from, you know, being able to polarize at some point they have to be stopped because. But nobody's
1: going to stop them, Lance, unless you're willing right. to stand up and say something. And many of the silent majority that you talked about are not willing to do that because we live in a time where they right. can be labeled uh, uh, something and canceled right. immediately. Right. No question. I think that's a and huge concern. the cancel culture mob will come after them. Mm-hmm. And so they can't stand up and say anything. There are very few people that have the platform to be able to say what they think openly and honestly and are uncancelable.
0: Well, and I think and on, on the other side, I think there was, yeah, and that's and we know that we know that pertains to one side more than the other. I think on the flip side, when people saw things that they didn't like with Trump, a ton of people who could have st- stood up from a political standpoint were too afraid that they would lose votes, like they would get canceled basically their cancellation is going to be at the ballot box. Where there would be an uprising against them, or they would be, you know, primaried inside their own party, and they would be done away with. And so no one wants to be put – it's two different ways of doing it, but it's been real fears. And uh, until people have the guts to stand up, and, and, and I think social media is a big – it's the number one problem. I mean, clearly, it allows this it, – it spreads. It allows this to metastasize. There's just no way around it. So – I want to get away from it. And I, I turned, when we did our podcast, I turned my news notifications right. off. It yep. really helped. I mean, that, that has been a huge help. I don't look at social media nearly as much anymore. And yeah. it really has made me, you know, the COVID is its own stress, sure. you know, just work and everything else. But yeah, it's. I think it's been, um, I think it's been a big help. I think turning news notifications off and really putting down whatever it is social media-wise that stresses you out, you elim- you eliminate so much. You eliminate you mean, so much when you do that.
1: You mean if you came home and you, instead of reading uh, the bullshit news uh, clickbait, you actually like went outside and spent time with your family? You mean you think that would make you happier? Or by yourself, either one. Right, right. Or once you prove negative – Touch your wife, those kind of things. Yeah. I guess yeah. you have to catch second a second negative before
0: the wife will, uh, you know, let you even give her a standard kiss. Of course, well, let's be true. I do not want her getting COVID.
1: No. Because if she does, no. I mean- it's, Dude, that's real major bad. That's way worse than you get COVID, for sure. Way worse. Way, way, way worse. It's way worse for me. Um. All right we got to get back to some guests. Right. So, um, we're going to, we're going to get back to some guests just to recap today's, uh, little chat. You, uh, thank you. You're pretty positive. You had COVID, uh, I'm, the I'm election positive. is, uh, is finally over, which is fantastic. Um, you have not watched the right stuff, but you cannot wait and are looking forward to starting it sometime in the Super next excited. couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. um, and, um, what was the last one? I don't remember yeah, the last we had some one, some that's pretty much we all we got into. Things. Yeah, we had, we had some sports things that we talked yeah. about. And I know it's time to go because Stormy's ready for school. Do you, have you ever seen Lance? Have you ever actually met Lance? We're Stormy. Right, why don't you come in here and say hi to Lance? Hello. What do you say, Stormy? He can't hear you. Hold on. Ready? I'll put the oh, Hold on. I want to, I want to interview him for a second.
0: Stormy, how you doing, buddy? Welcome to the podcast. You doing good? Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. Did you do any trick-or-treating? Yes. Okay. Um, what was yes. your favorite candy? Twix. Twix. Does your dad ever do a dad tax on you where he takes some of your food or your candy?
1: Uh, Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. that That's what happens. Um, another quick question for you. Do you like, now that you've moved, do you like where you're living right now? Yes. Okay, here's a really important question. What version of your dad do you like the most? Do you like um, when your dad is a military man or an astronaut? Or Scott Anderson, the slimy uh, reporter from Bosch?
1: Military.
0: you like the military version? Yeah. Somebody, did you know that your dad thinks he's right there as tough as uh, Navy SEALs? Did he actually said that on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It, I thought it was funny too. We all laughed about it.
1: Whatever Lance is talking to you about, Stormy, <laughs> he's a crazy man. <laughs> okay. All I know is you said something about candy. I couldn't hear because you have my headphones on, but, uh, but I heard you say something about Twix. Uh, you ready to go to school, pal? Yeah. All right. Bye buddy. Love you. Okay. Bye. Love you too. All right. Did you take a Twix in your lunch? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> See you, lie. pal. <laughs> for sure. Uh, life is good here because he's off to school, in-person school, which is amazing.
0: I can't wait till that starts for my kids now. Um, Woo. All I, right, my dude. My kids' grades at home, boy, the effort level is just not what it should be. Going down. Yep. Especially the high schooler. He was. Go- he's been going great. And we caught some progress reports on him and my cool. wife tore him a new one.
1: I think maybe we should do an episode where you talk to my kids for like five minutes and I talk to your kids for five 100%. minutes. 100%. That'd be I mean, great. That'd be a great that'd be a But great I want
0: Stormy to get dressed up so I can ask him about his
1: ensemble. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. All right, dude. Can we do this again next week? Don't yeah. get COVID again, dude. We no, can't take another I think week I'm off. done. I feel pretty
0: invincible right now.
1: All right. Later, skater. If you're a listener of ours and you like the show, please let us know. Please subscribe to the show and spread the word. Our subscriptions mean everything to us. Helps us get good sponsorships, sponsorships that actually speak to you to be able to give you a discount on the things that you want. So do us a favor. Subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Spread the word. And, uh... You're listening
0: off script, Lance, Eric. Now go subscribe!
1: Okay, thank you as always to our friends of the program. You know who they are, starting with our MVP as always, Tony Moles. Tony's the uh, CCO over at Anthem Agency. They do really, really fantastic uh, graphic design services. In ad- addition to that, they've been getting great traction with their um, with their motion graphics. You can check them out on Instagram. So if you're a, a new company uh, or just a company that's rebranding, you should certainly check out Anthem Agency, A-N-T-H-M Agency. Uh, you can check them out at anthemagency.com or check them out on Instagram at Anthem Agency. And, of course, Blackland Distillery, providing us with some spirits, which these days are coming in real handy. Um, Really fantastic grain to glass and and crafted in age spirits that are made, especially with a unique Texas grain. So um, definitely check them out. Uh, They're out of Fort Worth. They're online at blacklandfw.com. They have a vodka, a gin, a bourbon, and a rye. All fantastic. Check them out. Blackland Distillery FW.